Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Monday morning, July the 8th. Today we're reading, and this week we'll be reading about intercession, which is another form of praying. And we're going to be reading from Numbers chapter 14, verses 11 through 20. Numbers fourteen eleven says, Then the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people treat me with contempt? How long will they refuse to believe in me in spite of all the miraculous signs I have performed among them? I will strike them down with a plague and destroy them, but I will make you into a nation greater and stronger than they. Moses said to the Lord, Then the Egyptians will hear about it. By your power you brought these people up from among them, and they will tell the inhabitants of the land about it. They have already heard that you, O Lord, are with these people, And that you, O Lord, have been seen face to face, that your cloud stays over them, and that you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. If you put these people to death all at one time, the nations who have heard this report about you will say, The Lord was not able to bring these people into the land he promised them on oath. So he slaughtered them in the desert. Now may the Lord's strength be displayed, just as you have declared. The Lord is slow to anger, abounding in love, and forgiving sin and rebellion. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation. In accordance with your great love, forgive the sin of these people, just as you have pardoned them from the time they left Egypt until now. Then the Lord replied, I have forgiven them as you ask. So the situation here is the uh, people of God are right on the the cusp of their promised land. And they go and scout out the promised land. And they uh, realize that the promised land is beautiful. There's 12 spies sent in, and they come back with a great report about the land. But they also come back and report that there are giants in the land and that these giants make them look like grasshoppers in their own eyes and in the eyes of the giants. And so only two of the people the spies sent out come back with a report that they can take the land. And their understanding is, well, God has given us the land, so it doesn't matter if there's giants. They don't say it exactly like that, but that's kind of the gist of it. But ten others say, no, we cannot take the land. And they stir up the camp, and they grumble and complain, and they, they want to go back to Egypt, where they were slaves. And it's crazy the kind of thought processes that they have. And yet, if we're honest, we realize we have those same kind of thought processes too. Sometimes we'd rather live in our sin and our brokenness than allow the Lord to heal us if we have to step out in faith. And so here are the Israelites on the verge of the promised land. And God is fed up with their response in some ways. And so... Uh, intercession is this idea of praying for other people, but actually kind of being the go-between between God and someone else, standing in the gap between them and God, praying for them to God. 
And so Moses does that for the Israelites here. Um, Moses says, if, if you just wipe the people out, then everyone's going to think that you could not deliver them into the land that you promised them. And uh, then the Egyptians will even hear about it. And so Moses pleads with God to forgive the people. Um, he says, the Lord, the people around all the nations will say, the Lord was not able to bring these people into the land. He promised them on oath. So he slaughtered them in the desert. And so he, Moses brings up the Lord's compassion and his graciousness, low to anger and abounding in love. And finally, in the end, we see that the Lord says, I have forgiven them as you ask. Now, the people will still have consequences for their unbelief. None of that generation will see the promised land. But the those two who believed, Joshua and Caleb, will see the promised land. And so one of the things we want to highlight this week as we talk about petition is there are times where we are called to stand uh, and represent people to God and to pray to God on behalf of people and to stand in the gap is one way it's worded in Scripture uh, between maybe the people and God, maybe when they're not even sure how to pray or if they don't even acknowledge that they need to pray. And so maybe this is how we intercede for our loved ones, maybe who aren't Christians, maybe our loved ones who are going through a difficult time, and we ask God to be gracious to them. We ask God to give them all the opportunities they can to sense Him and to know that He's at work in their lives. And so we intercede for people. And one of the most beautiful things in Scripture is that we see that that Scripture teaches us that after Jesus ascended to the Father, He is interceding for us, that Jesus prays for us, that Jesus uh, brings us before the Father as the one who who came and was a man, uh, human like us, um, and lived the life we live. He intercedes for us. And so we're called then to stand in the gap for other people, to intercede for people who maybe don't even know how or would even want to pray. But we bring them before the Father and ask God to be merciful on them. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day. Thank you.